Hey, everybody, Mexican here's Little Cute Podcast is not too long. Well, it's Saturday morning. I, I did it. I, I yes, what did I? Yesterday I said I wanted to make the podcast in the morning and also do more of them, so here I am. Uh, I drank the last of my koofies today. Had a little bit of, uh, I mean, I was completely out of my cold brew, you know, but uh, I looked at my coffee grinder. There was still some little bit of grounds in there. I was like, oh, thank God. Oh, I need that. Give me that. Put that in my put that in my veins, you know. So I uh brewed a little little cup of coffee this morning. Uh yeah, I think I'm definitely gonna have to go buy more. I think uh I don't know. I'm not sure. Maybe today's not the day to kick the addiction to caffeine, you know. But I don't know, maybe I should limit myself to try to one cup. Just do one cup. One cup coof. And that's it. That's it. That's it. I'll just do it. Let's do one cup, alright? That's all. I'm a, I'm a drug addict, all right? So I can't do can't be doing four or five cups coof anymore. Okay, just one cup coof. Oh, uh, anyway, I uh, went down to the American Comedy Company last night to uh, volunteer. They'll help out, you know. They're doing it outside, so they need help like setting up the chairs and shit. So I get down there. I get down there at, like five thirty, and uh, all the chairs are already set up. And there's like two two other comics that also volunteer. And I was like, like you guys volunteer away. Everything's already done. What the fuck did I come down here for, you know? <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, we did everything already. Yeah, thanks for thanks for, thanks for, for showing up. You know, you didn't, you didn't do shit, you know? So anyway, uh, we just hung out for a little bit. Then uh, the headliner there was Sam Tripoli. Uh, he's pretty funny. He's a pretty funny guy. I've heard him on a lot of podcasts. You know, I've never actually seen, his, seen him in real life. Uh... Yeah, he looks like a comedian. He looks like a typical comedian. You, know? <laughs> you can interpret that however you want. But, uh, uh, yeah, it was good. It was good watching watching his show. You know, he, uh, I'm not sure, I'm not sure how much of the stuff he was working on. Like if he, if he actually treated that like as a real show or as like a mic, you know, it kind of, it kind of seemed like he was still working on some stuff. Like towards the end there, he, he kind of looked at his phone to like, to like he couldn't remember if he forgot any bits, you know, he was like, oh yeah, there's one more bit I want to do, and, uh, yeah, it's good, it's good seeing professionals, you know, seeing how they, how they do stuff, and it just sort of, um, it put, it put it in my mind, like, like Sam Tripoli's funny, but he's not, he's not any funnier than any of the guys that are currently performing, any of the open mic guys, you know, or he's, there's no, I mean, no one is, you know, there's no, except for the super high level guys, you know, like the Bill Burr and Chappelle guys, but the rest of us, we're all sort of on the same level of funny, but, uh, but I guess, it, you know, probably his work ethic is what, is what separates him or, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure how he got famous exactly, but, uh, you know, just, uh, just, it put in my mind there, it's like, okay, you gotta, you gotta fucking, you gotta fucking work, alright, you gotta fucking, it doesn't matter, you can just be, you can just be sort of funny, and if you work fucking hard, you know, you can, you can get your name on the marquee, you know, um, yeah, it's funny, there was like this one, there was like this one couple, like this old couple that came, they gotta be like 50, about 50 years old, and you could tell like the, the woman, the wife, was like a, super big fan, and the husband, like, he, he didn't really care that much, you know, 
And like the wife was fucking drunk. <laughs> and like as soon as Sam Tripoli like gets out of his car, she's like waving at him. She's like, you know, and like she's like going crazy. Like during his set, she like stood up and like walked on the sidewalk to get like a better view. And she's like fucking laughing hysterically at everything he said. <laughs> and like, I, I mean, obviously she was drunk. And she's obviously a super fan, but it's just like, oh man, I wish I had a fan like that. Man, this lady, she fucking loves this guy. She loves, loves fucking every word that's coming out of his mouth, you know? And then uh, then after the show, you know, he was selling t-shirts. Man, he fucking, he must have sold like 10 t-shirts. No, must have, he probably made like 200 bucks. Probably made more selling t-shirts than he did. Than he did from the ticket sales. I, don't, I mean, I don't know how much they were charging, but. It's like, goddamn, sell that merch, dude. Also makes me wish I was famous too, you know, so I can sell my merch, you know. Buy my little cutie, buy my little cutie t-shirts, hundred bucks. Oh, you want a t-shirt? Here is hundred bucks. You know? uh, anyway, it was a good experience, you know. It was, it was fun. It was a fun time. It was a fun time for kids of all ages. Yeah, there was a lot of, uh... It's just kind of a weird, it's a weird, you know. It, dude, it's fucking, it's weird how... You guys think it's weird how, man, we're living in crazy times, yeah. <laughs> yeah, fucking, I was, like, counting the number of number of times Sam Tripoli was going to say, he started, like, half of his jokes with, we're living in crazy times right now. <laughs> uh, that's great. That's great. Because we are living in crazy times, you know? And uh, it's a good it's a good segue into your next joke. Yeah. Uh, anyway, let's see, we got, we got some fights on tonight. We got some fights on tonight. We got, we got the British boys, the British Bulldogs. The 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 subjects, the Queen's subjects are fighting. Darren Till versus Bobby Knuckles, Robert Whitaker. And uh yeah, of course this is uh Whitaker's first fight since he lost the belt. And this is uh Darren Till's second fight at uh, 185. And uh yeah, I think Till's gonna take it. I think Till's gonna take it. I'm putting twenty and I'm looking at the odds right now, Till's plus one fifty, one fifteen, actually. So the odds are in favor of Whitaker, but I don't know. I think Till's a bad matchup, because Till's a counter-striker, and uh, Whitaker's, Whitaker lost to uh, to uh, Wonderboy at 170, and he lost he lost badly to Adesanya, so I think this is a very bad matchup for Whitaker, because he doesn't do good against counter-strikers, and Darren Till is a counter-striker, he's based, see, which is, it's just kind of, it's going to be kind of boring if Darren Till ever fights for the belt at 185 against Adesanya, they're both counter-strikers. And I think that's going to be a very boring fight because neither one of them is going to want to engage. But anyway, this fight, you know, it it really depends what Whitaker does, you know. Like, I thought he was going to beat Adesanya because he was going to fight smart and use leg kicks. and But instead, he just fucking charged forward. And you can't really do that against counter-strikers because that's, that's what they want you to do, you know. They want you to charge forward. And so we'll see. We'll see here if he if he's learned from his mistakes. And he he, I think Whitaker could win if he stays defensive and just use fucking leg kicks. But I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know if that's his style there, you know. And uh, thing is too is Whitaker's Whitaker's uh, been knocked out. You know he's he's taken a lot of concussions. You know he's had wars. He had wars with Romero and. And Darren Till hasn't, he took he took a, a couple hits from Woodley, but he didn't get knocked out, you know? Uh, 
So he has far fewer concussions. Yeah. So I think the chance. I think Darren Till has much better. Much better chance. Just based on those two things. You know, he's the the style. Till style is a bad matchup for Whitaker. So anyway, I'm putting 20 bucks on Till. But uh, if we had to vote for the worst, whoever has the worst tattoo, I think Darren Till wins. You know, he has much worse tattoos than uh, Robert Whitaker. You know, you know Whitaker's got those, he's got what, bullet holes on his chest there? I don't know. That's not very, uh, I don't know. What's the word I'm looking for? It's not very uh, aesthetically pleasing, I guess. It's not exactly art, dude. It's not art, but it's definitely not what the fuck Darren Till has on his arm. <laughs> fucking his girlfriend. I think it's his, his, wife, his, his wife or his girlfriend, but I guess he paid the artist like maybe 50 bucks to do it when he probably should have paid like 5,000, you know? Because like it's supposed to be like a very uh, photorealistic detailed tattoo, but it just looks fucking awful. <laughs> so I don't know, maybe... Maybe if, if Till ever runs and gets some money, you know, he can get that thing lasered off and maybe get a new one, you know? That'd, that'd be uh, my recommendation there, Till. But, you know, do what you want. Your life, your choice. Of course, we got we got, uh, we got some old man fights also. We got the, uh, I don't know, I don't know what this card is. This card's got two fights, just like the old washed up, you know? We got we got Big Nog versus uh, Shogun Rua, which would have been awesome if it happened 10 years ago, you know? But, uh... It's 2020 right now. Both these guys should have retired already. And it, it's hard to know who's going to win because they both have, you know, they both have CTE and, it, and they're both in, they're both old, old men in terrible shape, you know. So, but anyway, the uh, the odds have uh, Shogun Rua. I think, uh, yeah, I think I think Rua is going to take that one. But I wouldn't want to bet on that. And of course, we have uh, Gustafson with his uh, Verdum at heavyweight, and uh, yeah, Gustafson heavily favored, which I don't really understand. I mean. They've both they've both looked awful in their last couple fights, so it's like it's hard to, it's hard to judge who's going to be more awful, you know. And um, but Alex Gustafson's heavily favored, so I'm thinking got ten bucks on Verdum is might it's not a bad it's not a bad bet, you know. I mean he's probably not going to win, but it's good odds, you know. So I don't know. I think my my put ten bucks on Verdum. I don't know. I don't know, man. Plus 250, why not? 10 bucks. 10 bucks. I mean, I lose 1,000 bucks in the stock market every day. What's 10 bucks, you know? Oh, anyway, I think that's uh, that's it for my fight analysis. You know, uh, don't, uh, don't take my advice on anything, you know, because I'm not really successful at all, you know, so uh, do what you want. Your life, your choice. You know, anyway, thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow.